Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Are you struggling financially in PT school? Are you a PT student struggling to find scholarships? Not enough scholarships offered at your school. We have started the Gratitude Scholarship for PT students, no matter what year, no matter what school, you guys can apply. We are raising $5,000. You can check out our GoFundMe link in the description and you can donate, apply, whatever, check it out. We are so excited to be giving this away in the summer of 2019 for our very first time. If you're enrolled in the summer of 2019, interested in applying for the scholarship, you can submit a video no longer than two minutes answering these two questions. What is your vision of physical therapy in the future? And what are you doing outside of the classroom as a PT student? If you answer these two questions and email us the video and submit it before May 1st, then you will be eligible for the scholarship. So check it out, guys. Definitely worth applying. It doesn't take long. We look forward to hearing all your submissions. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for tuning into Kaylee and Angel's episode. We absolutely love them and they are so inspiring to us. We do have some explicit content on this episode. So if you feel uncomfortable or um, feel compelled to not listen to it, you can go to the next episode now. Welcome to another episode of Gratitude. So for today's episode, we have two very special people that we know, and that is Kaylee and Angel. We are so happy that you're on the podcast, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, we're, we're excited. We are super excited. See, we almost just said like the same thing. We're starting to get to that point. I think yeah. it'll get better as we keep going. <laughs> I think it's just normal. It's an introduction. There you go. <laughs> all right. So first of all, so what do you both have going on in your PT world right now? So right now, I actually own my very own concierge cash-based physical therapy practice. I am women's health-based, so I focus on postpartum athletes. That's my specific niche. Uh, and I also am about to launch my online portion of that business. So I'm super excited about that. I'm working on that as well. I have a podcast called the girlfriend's guide with for health and happiness with Buffy Stinchfield, who is also a pelvic PT. We, um, love to do that as well, but a couple other little things going in and out, but mostly my business. And then the online portion has been the cool part. And then of course, why we're here, the femalepreneur business society, is what we're on here for. So we also have that going on, which is a lot of fun. And Angel's going to talk a little bit more about that group to you. Yeah. So I am a physical therapist. I have my own cash-based practice as well in Jupiter, Florida, and I treat golfers. That's my niche. I love what I do. I actually will be celebrating one year this month, which is like, I, I can't even believe it. I'm like so excited 2018 was such a good year. I learned a lot business-wise. I mean, it just took me to another level. And going into 2019, I was just like, my dreams are literally coming true this year. I mean, they came true last year, but 
they're just going to even like ex expand like 10 times over. And I couldn't be more excited. I couldn't be more excited to do it with my best friends next to me who I met one year ago as well. It just so happens that I met my best friends, Kaylee, who's on the podcast with me today and uh, Jenna, we were all in a group for physical therapists and we met and just like hit it off and they've been by my side ever since part of my success story. They're part of my growth and they've helped me through a lot. And Kaylee and I started the female preneur society back in, when did we start it? I don't even remember. I don't know. I feel like we've had it forever though. It's been, I know, it's been like a whirlwind. It's a whirlwind. So we started this group and we weren't sure what exactly we wanted to, we knew our, our goal going in and our focus, and that was to help other people that wanted to start their own businesses, whether that was, you know, cash-based physical therapy, it could be an insurance clinic, an online thing, whatever it is. Um, people have like a platform, like telehealth platforms that they're launching. And we just wanted to like help those people kind of grow and, and just share our experiences and any questions they had and just create a community that could support each other and, and just not be judgmental, a judge free zone, because yeah. it's something very personal. When you have a business, you go through a lot and you learn a lot and you learn about a lot about yourself and that's the personal part. So we wanted this to be a safe haven for those people. Well, we came to the conclusion, we want this to be solely for women. Because as women, you know, in our society today and for, you know, as long as we can all remember as women, we're kind of thrown to the back burner. You know what I mean? Like we're not as important as men or viewed that way. And it's unfortunate. So when we're in a group with men, sometimes women will just fade into the back and just mm -hmm. like, look at the comments or whatever in the post and they don't really speak up. So we wanted to give women a voice. And we wanted to give women a voice to talk about whatever they wanted. And this group is doing that. It's become very successful. People are coming out of their shell because they feel comfortable. And that's what we wanted. We wanted the, the, the healthcare, the woman in healthcare, whether it's a physical therapist, a doctor, an MD, uh, a chiropractor, a dietitian, an OT, whatever it is, we wanted that woman to come out and speak to us, speak to the community of femalepreneurs and really just make a difference in their lives. Just let them know like, Hey, we've been through it too. Here's our story or Hey, do this. This will help you get to the next step type thing. Um, just kind of creating a safe space for that to yeah. happen. Because I know yeah. like for me, for instance, it's very hard to open up about fails or things that didn't work yeah. out like one of them too, or for me specifically, telling my past or my story has always been very hard, but coming into a group of females, it was just so much more empowering. So it was really cool to see that change. Cause like Angel said, we really didn't expect that, but it's been so fun to really see what's happened in that group because it just, it's just exploded. It's been a lot of fun. So we're excited for 2019 as well with that. Yeah, we totally are. I mean, I can't even believe at the growth that it's made and the engagement that it's gotten mm -hmm. and just the people that's, that have reached out to myself and Kaylee, like they almost to a sense, like they don't rely on us by any means. Like they want to know, like, how did you do this? How can I get through it? Like you did, because we all go through similar things as business owners and as females. So it's a lot of commonalities and that was important. So I think that's what really made our decision with mm -hmm. the females and the female preneurs. So 
Yeah. And as students, don't be scared off by that. Go ahead and get in the group because you can be oh, yeah. a donor too right now. So it's, it's open to anybody who has any interest at all in learning those skills. Absolutely. And does being, you know, in the organization you're in and all the things you've learned kind of change your mindset as a student? And when you're in school, do you see PT school differently? And kind of tell us what you, like Gabby, like, Give me your answer for that because I was so, if, if I was a student in SSPT, my outlook would have changed 10 times over. What about you, Kaylee? Do you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. I would not have been so naive to reality. It's just, it's a game changer for, for real. I mean, I probably would have already had a business, you know, before I graduated. So. Yeah, I agree. When you asked me that question, it's something I would say I've definitely thought about since starting SSPT and since I did start, well now we, we both would have started our first semester of PT school with taking this course. And I just remember going through and I was so excited, but yes, I was hyper aware of everything around me, especially, you know, when it came to, if we talked about clinical rotations and that was a big thing. I was a little, I wouldn't say I was a little anxious about, and I am a little nervous about, I'm super excited for the opportunity, but at the same time, just seeing what's out there and what I've learned so far, the exposure that I've had with in regards to what I've learned about clinics. And I, you know, I have to go in with an open mind and I'm really excited about that. But yes, I'd say I'm definitely more aware and uh, not so naive to what's my potential and what I can do as a future clinician. Uh, Sarah, do you agree with that so far? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I've only been in for what, like two months now? I don't even know. It was it was a week or two before we released the podcast that I had joined. And so for me, it's kind of a combination of the podcast and the SSPT community that's really changed my outlook. It really puts you outside of yourself and your own world and your own narrow like vision for what your life could be expands it immensely. Like I couldn't even imagine what my life would be like if I wasn't in it or if I wasn't doing this now, talking to everybody about their own experiences as a PT, as a PT student. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm already inspired. I'm supposed <laughs> to be being interviewed. <laughs> I know, right? I had to know though. I just, I, I, because I see my, I look back and I see myself as a student and I'm just like, damn girl, you were, mm -mm, you didn't know shit about life. I, I really didn't. And coming out of school, I had a good job, but that job killed, like killed me. Um, when I say good job, I meant money wise. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there, there comes a, you know, consequence to a price tag almost if it's too big and it looks too good there's a reason you know like kind of it's too good to be true it's true you know what I mean so I just that was my my downfall was that job man I can't even almost parts of me like forget what I had gone through in that job because I think it's like myself like my brain protecting myself almost because it was so, so bad it was just my life was so different than it is now. I mean, a year ago, January 3rd, 2018, I was not the same person. You know, I was kicked down, like beaten down and kicked while I was down. 
type of person. And I wouldn't be on a podcast. I would be like so scared. And so like, I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't, you know, I was just, I, I lacked confidence so much, but this year, I mean, last year after all of that, and after I decided to start SSPT, my life just drastically changed. Like I can't even tell you, like I forgot. So and it's, it's almost a good thing that I did because <laughs> I don't want to remember that. And is that kind of part of what pushed you to do your own thing? That experience at whatever facility you were. It is at? one, it is 100% what got me into doing my own thing. It's what got me to get a mentor. It's what got me to change because I knew that if I didn't, I would suffer. I would continue to suffer and I didn't know where to go. I didn't have the resources to change. I was stuck. Being stuck sucks. Awful. And I think Kaylee can um, kind of agree with that. Right, Kaylee? Oh. I, I, I know you, you know, your last job or your first job was not your favorite. And, you know, there's more to both of our stories, but that is just, I just want people to know that like there is a more out there than a, than a good paying job, you know, look at the price tag, but look at the reality. Cause that is at the end of the day, when they say money doesn't buy happiness, it's freaking true. So don't settle and, and do what your passion is. And I didn't look at my bigger vision of life and see what I wanted. Cause we're taught to just go through school and become a nine to five employee, make your money and, and be happy. You're never taught to really strive for success, like true big success and to find a vision in your why. And I didn't, I went out doing what, you know, everybody else does and I'm not everybody else. None of us are everybody else. We're all, we all have bigger dreams and goals and visions. And you know, that's not for everybody, but us four, we are not those people. So, and I, and I just, I can't live my life like that. And I couldn't live suffering. The reason you make changes to, I think for like business purposes or even while you're in school now, it's just like, it's all based on your passion. But the problem is a lot of times we can't find that because we let ourselves get clouded by stress or our past or our anxiety or anything like that. And I've talked to you, Gabby, a lot about it. And Sarah, I don't know if I've talked to you about it or not, but like I was the queen of stress and anxiety in grad school. Anybody that said the word stress, that was my name tagged to it. It was great, you know, did well, did everything I need to, but I had no idea that I would ever be a business owner. Um, I knew that I wanted to deep down inside. I knew that my past would probably restrict me from that. Very similar to Angel. I didn't actually take a high paying job, but I took a job that sounded good benefits wise. So same thing technically, but ended up so stressed out that I was hospitalized twice from that. And so like going from that rock bottom low, and then I just walked out of it and started my own business has been probably the most powerful thing I could have done. Now, if I were able to handle what I could handle now, I probably would have done this while I was in school because thinking about it, we don't learn business marketing and sales or any of that in school. But if you find a passion, you can truly do whatever you want to do. You just have to know that what that passion is. What's that end goal with that passion? What do you truly want out of your life? Because honestly, let's face it, it's not just a degree. PT is not a degree. It's a lifestyle. It's a way of living. It's a way of treating. It's a way of serving. So you have to know what your passion is within that, or you're going to continue to feel fogged and stressed and overwhelmed and fighting with the clock and 
struggling to get PTO like I always was. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I think that like those stories and those things that we go through from our past are a huge indicator for what we become in our future. And I truly believe that in moments of tragedy and in moments of trauma, that is when you truly make the biggest decisions for your life. So, yeah, I mean, that was like, I, I just remember sitting at my, my desk at home at my computer, like shaking, like I just couldn't take it anymore. Like my, what my life had come to all because I was so burnt out and overwhelmed and stressed from a job. I didn't have to be hospitalized, but my mindset and my mental state was so fogged and so unclear and just what I didn't know if I was going to stay in the profession or like just have all these loans and work at Macy's, you know, like I didn't, didn't freaking know that's like where my head was at. And it was just such a bad time. And then when I joined SSPT two weeks later, I started a business and I couldn't even like freaking believe it. And I, and I didn't, I have not stopped. And my life has just changed so much. I, I talk about this all the time, but it's changed. I've been overwhelmed and I've made mistakes, but I've grown from them. And that's another reason why I wanted to do femalepreneurs is to talk about mistakes and to help guide people to the right um, path and the right thing to do if they're trying to do something I did and made a mistake. You know what I mean? Because inevitably I could say everything and I could tell you, don't make this mistake and people are still going to make it. But I can't say that it, I didn't try and I didn't try to help those people. But at the same time, they're going to become better anyway when they make their mistakes. You know what I mean? And Kaylee, this morning you said something really cool. Like I was like, oh my God, it was like eight in the morning. I had like a nine. My first appointment was like at nine and I was like, my, my stomach's killing me. I'm like laying in bed right now. Like I was just, I wasn't, I was just stressed, but I was stressed because I have so much going on in my business. And that's what we strive to do. Like so many patients, all these things going on and they're good stressors, but I was just, I think I had like stomach stress. I don't know. And she said, um, perceived, what was it? The shift, the perspective shift. Yeah. Perspective shift. Yeah. It was really cool. I have. (laughs) Yes. And I was going to say it's, the perspective shift. I mean, you might have this idealization <laughs> that you're after school, like you're going to be working a nine to five job and you have, you know, loans in the back of your mind. I want to start a family. I want to get a house. Like, how am I going to do all this? But you really have to stay open-minded because like you said, even though you say like, oh, I really don't want to like open my own business or have anything to do with that. You're, I mean, things can change. Like you're, your ideas can, yeah. Your yeah. ideas and perspective really have to shift. And I think that that's what you're trying to say. And it's hard to, it's hard to do, you know? And like I said, I was, and you girls are living the life that we lived not too long ago. It's only been like two and a half years, I think. Right. Angel, since we were out of school. Yeah. So you guys are in that mess. I call it, <laughs> Yeah. but like that is key. Think about those words, perspective shift, because every trial that you come across is going to get you to your end game into the passion that you are looking forward to because nobody goes into PT school because they don't like it. That's ridiculous to pay that amount of money and put all that time into it. You have some kind of passion there. And it's just, it doesn't have to be traditional is the thing I think that we're trying to get to, like open your mind to what is possible and be able to change that perspective from that negative side of things to the positive side of things. 
it's just, it's, it's life changing when you're able to do that. If you can't tell it's a new year. So I'm like all about these like perspective shifts and these mindset changes, because that's what I preach all day, every day. So <laughs> but you've always been about, like, yeah, you've always been about that. And you've always talked out into the community and social media and everybody knows that's what you stand for. You've really mm -hmm. made a reputation for being, you know, if you're anxious, you're overwhelmed, you know, this is what you got to do. Like, be this person, be this good yeah. person. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think a lot of people look up to you, Kaylee. Like I know I do. Like when I have a shitty day, I turn on one of your videos and I just watch your like sweet little voice just being like, you know, I struggle with this and you're honest and honesty is, it shows and your honesty mm. shines through. And it's just like you, you're on, you're, I struggle with this and people can relate and relatability. Mm. Like I've, I said, um, the other day I was talking to somebody, there's too much, oh, it was my top 10 lessons I learned in 2018. There's too much professionalism, not enough relatability mm -hmm. because we're covering ourselves up as these perfect people, these PTs. We can't be your friends on Facebook. We can't be real people to you. We can't hug you. But once you're able to have your own practice and do all of these things, the relationships you build with your patient and the client's client experience you're able to give is so much different and it yeah. makes such a bigger impact. You literally, I've had, I've had sessions where I didn't even touch the patient. We talked the whole entire time mm -hmm. and they, that's very rare, but they paid me. They felt better. They walked out, I gave them a hug. We related to each other, blah, 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 you know, advice and all this going on. But there was never, you know, sometimes people just need you to listen and you're not allowed to do that in a PT clinic. Not saying that you need, that's what you guys need to do, but people aren't learning to relate. You're not taught the communication skills in school. And when you go into a job or your rotation, you're taught not to be personal and relatable. You're taught to be professional, wear a freaking cape and you're Batman and that's it. It's, it's unfortunate. It is really unfortunate. So for you both, like what got you into PT school in the first place? I know you kind of told your story about, you know, uh, femalepreneurs, but what about just getting into PT school? What was that like for you guys? If I must go back to that day, <laughs> um, I was ballet dancer pretty much my whole life. I knew from the age of 14 that I wanted to be a physical therapist because I went to a physical therapist for migraines and ankle problems. Um, I tore my ATFL at a young age. So I had to go to a physical therapist. I thought it was amazing and got treated, had all this wonderful stuff, you know, going on. And I started the application process. I actually um, graduated from high school, undergraduate, sorry, <laughs> long, long day, not high school. <laughs> undergraduate, I had a uh, very high GPA, did well on the GRE, had all of the requirements. I didn't get accepted the first three rounds. So it was very trying for me. And I think that's why I do um, practice so much with vulnerability now is because it's just, you have to be honest with things that you go through in your life or you're never going to overcome them. If you're not able to open up about it and you're not able to get past that, you won't overcome it. So for someone who was 15 and ever since she was 15 and just always wanted to be a PT and was so excited about the profession, I was a member of the APTA, like, like all of their social media, I was all over the place talking about PT. 
And it took me three tries to get accepted. And that's not a sad story because the moral of that story is that perspective shift. And it goes back to the day that I decided that, you know, I'm still going to continue trying. I'm going to apply again. And eventually this is going to happen for me and my dream is going to happen. And it did because of that mindset shift. And that's when I started to realize, you know, that this was the profession I was meant to be in. This is the career that I deserved. And when I got into class and I started class, I knew from all of my colleagues that didn't go through the struggle that I did with getting in, didn't go through the crying nights, didn't go through the, can I really do this phase? I appreciated PT school so much. Like every day I was excited to be there. I was the one that was like studying, learning, like knowing it because I was grateful because I went through a struggle to get in. And I think that that's interesting because you never know if who is sitting next to you had that same struggle because we don't talk about it. We don't open up about those things and we don't, you know, say, hey, I had a hard time getting here. That's why I appreciate this so much, you know, type thing. So I don't know. And I remember always getting uh, made fun of in PT school. I was, you know, cute little girl, studious, glasses, nerdy, all the normal <laughs> And they always would make fun of me because I studied all the time. And it was just kind of an interesting time in my life to realize and reflect on the process of getting into PT school. Because as you all know, that is not an easy process mentally, emotionally, or physically. It's stressful. It's fearful. It's very hard. And then you get into the program and you're like, shoo, I'm here. I can relax. And then you have 500 things to do the next day. So it's just like, it's one of those things you constantly have to work on. Um, but that's my story. And the reason that I got into PT school and the reason that I shifted to women's health is because I personally had pelvic floor dysfunction and I got it treated by a pelvic PT during school. And that's when I fell in love with that because of the reward that you can give your patient in that field. I know a lot of women have, you know, a lot of struggle with that pain, pelvic pain. And, and that's, you know, where we have, we procreate, you know, it's a huge part of life. So if you can't use that or you have pain, it's a lot of shame. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I read about that stuff all the time from women. Like it's, it's just embarrassing and shameful. And so I think that that's a great thing and a great setting for you. Like you found it and like you own it. Like you do so well with it, Kaylee. It's for you. Totally. But for they call me, me the vagina doctor, the vagina doctor. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually didn't want to be a physical therapist. That wasn't my first um, choice. I wanted to be a dentist. Actually. Um, my father's a dentist. My grandfather's a dentist. And I went to Florida state for undergrad and I was like, I joined all these dental clubs and all this stuff and, and I just didn't fit in. I just knew, I, you know, you know, you like have a gut feeling. I knew right off the bat, like, this is not for me. And it didn't make me feel comfortable. I didn't like just vibe with the people. And so I was a biology major and I was like, one day at an epiphany, I'm like, I was always into the body, always exercising. My little brother has CP, cerebral palsy. And I always had gone to PT with him and I loved it. I loved just the dynamic of the pediatric setting and just seeing him happy when he was there and being able to do certain things or like they would help him do certain, it was just nice. You know what I mean? And they were really helping him. And for me, I was like, I don't, like, I want to do something with the body. Like I, I just, I'm in love with that. I'm in love with anatomy and, and, and it just works for me. So I started joining physical therapy clubs. And so I told my dad, I said, I don't want to be a dentist. Not like he, you got to be a dentist or anything crazy. 
it's like 2000s guys like let's get real you can't control anybody and um so I was like I don't want to be a dentist I want to be a physical therapist my dad's like that's great I'm like all right cool like I thought he was going to be like you know you don't want to carry on the generate you know be a little disappointed no and that fear held me back from telling them or pursuing it or whatever but then I switched my major to exercise science at Florida State and I graduated um I applied obviously to schools and I got into a couple but I had lived so far from home for six or four years it was six hours away four years I was like, I'm done with this. Kaylee, I know you went to another state, but I don't know. I just love where I'm from. I'm from Jupiter, Florida, and it's it's paradise. It's home to me. I was like, I was just like homesick for four years straight, you know? So I was like, I want to be close to home. I got into UF. I was like, no, <laughs> not that Gators and FSU had anything to do with it because it didn't, but I got into FIU in Miami and I'm like, I'm going to go there. When I went for the interview, the school was super, super nice. Um, they had a new... Um, I guess, building or whatever. And they had, you know, a mock clinic, like a mock hospital, like on the third floor where the nursing students were, and we got to use the facility and this and that. I just really liked it. So I decided to go with FIU and I just went and yeah, I mean, I'm a PT now. I've been a PT since 2016, but it's PT school is, is not, you know, what everybody when you're applying and you get in think it's going to be. I feel like we have a lot of false perspective on what we think who we're going to be when we get out and what we're going to feel like and how we're going to be looked at and treated. And it's not all puppies and rainbows. It's actually far from that. We're looked at as not as doctors. Oh, you're not a real doctor. How dare you? I am a real doctor, actually. I'm a doctor. How dare you? Like people don't look at you like that because they don't respect you like that. They look at you like a technician and it's unfortunate that we don't have a lot of advocacy for our profession. And I really hope that that changes. I'm trying to change that as one person. And I know a lot of other people are, it's just, we need to like stand together and do that. But I, I don't know what we were talking about. I forgot <laughs> my question. It was your, your journey to PT school. Oh, okay. And so, yeah. Okay. So the reality of, of coming, who we think we are going to be when we come out, you know, you guys enter PT school with this dream and this vision of helping people. Obviously we're, we want to help people. That's why we go into it. And we do help people, but we aren't viewed, you know, I've had patients go, Oh, you're a doctor three weeks in, <laughs> you know? And it's, and I said that like in the beginning, but people don't listen, they don't care. So it's just really important to, I guess, you know, spread awareness about what we do because our profession is not failing, but so just, yeah, spread awareness for the, you know, profession and, don't settle. And we all have potential as PTs. We're not just clinicians. You can be anything you want to be with. Like Kaylee said, PT degree is not just a degree. You know, we have all of these things we can do and all of these passions and we find them along the way. And don't let your past, um, you know, if you make mistakes going into a job and you hate your life and all that, that's not the end all be all. Know that you can do anything you set your mind to. And if you find that passion, run with it and keep going because nobody can tell you no. Nobody can take that degree away from you unless you do something illegal. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like just write it out, 
find your passion, go on your journey and just kill it because that's what we are doing. That's what I learned to do this past year is I found my passion. I found what makes me happy. And so did, so did Kaylee. Kaylee found it a long time ago with the pelvic health thing. I didn't, I didn't have that, you know, I didn't have that uh, revelation immediately, but it came to me. And not only on my journey to PT school, it came afterwards. So um, for those people who don't know, it'll come, it'll come to you at your lowest point. And that's when it came to me when I was miserable and I had no choice. And I found a way out to make myself happy, not out of PT, but out of my misery. And I in that, I found my passion within two weeks. And I just ran with it and haven't stopped. So that's my journey to PT school and then after PT school. So yeah, it's been, it's been an exciting year to say the least. Yeah, definitely that. I mean, both of your journeys are incredible and I know you're both so inspiring to us. I mean, Kaylee knows I would call her and, you know, just, you know, cause you need just going back um, as a student, find a mentor. We say this a lot in our episodes and we talk about it a lot, but you have to find that person or a few people who will really, you know, be with you through this point, especially when you're at your low points too, whether that be in school or after school. I think that's great for both of you. What advice would you give for current PT students or aspiring uh, PT students? Maybe one or two pieces of advice that you would give. So my thing is we all are in school to do one thing and that's to pass and to get through that, to get to our end goal, which is becoming a PT or getting into PT school. Don't let that kind of fog your vision because that's what it did to me. I had no truth of what reality was, was going to be. I allowed the testing and the schooling and the social life and all of that kind of just cloud my path. But I don't regret it because that's what ended me up at where I am now. But that clouding, it just wasn't real. It was like, it wasn't, school doesn't teach you reality. It just it teaches you foundation of who you should be and how you should act. And this is what you do in this situation. And here's a case study. Be yourself and find, find what makes you happy. And if it takes you 10 years to find your passion, that's cool. That's fine. But don't let all of the testing and the stress of school and the overwhelming um, part of all of that really just cloud your judgment of real life. Because that is going to, it's going to happen and we all get overwhelmed and, and all those things happen. That's the, just the truth. But try and take a step back and say, I'm not going to be in school forever. What is it that I really want after this? Because yeah, I'm studying peds. Yeah, I'm studying um, uh, musculoskeletal or geriatrics or cardio or whatever. And like, I hate all of it because just I'm always just testing and it's terrible. But find what makes you happy and find the why, why is that going to make you happy in life, you know, or that passion in life. So you, you can't let the cloudiness and the fogginess of, of all the stress and the overwhelming of school really just take you out of reality is my point. Yeah, I would, I would say along with that, I actually have two, no surprise. One of them, you're all going to be like, of course she would say that. But something that kind of piggybacks off of what she says too, like when you are in school, 
pay attention to what things you're like finding yourself super interested in. So it doesn't even have to be PT related. I kept finding myself interested in like reading stress management books in my um, psychology classes in undergrad. Like why I never ran with that, I don't know. But it's just like pay attention to things, whether it's technology, do you want to create an app for a home exercise program? Are you trying to figure out how to make a CRM system? If you don't know what that is, I don't remember what it stands for. It's more like a sales follow-up page. But like figuring out software, figuring out how to make things connect. What about, you know, orthotics? Are you going to build some kind of orthotic? Do you have an idea? And does that idea keep you up at night? Because if it keeps you up at night, you need to take action on that. You need to figure out why that's keeping you up at night. Is that your true passion? And then run with it and don't be afraid of it. I think that we so often, like Angel was saying, we fall into this, like we're here for one thing, but that's just not true. Cause I could list 20 or 30 things I learned in PT school that are unrelated to PT. And one of which leads into my next piece of advice. And the biggest tip I could ever give anyone who is going through the process of trying to get into PT school or being into PT school is spend time with personal development, spend time on yourself, spend time working on your mindset. Because if you let yourself fall into a negative mindset, if you let yourself fall into stress and anxiety, like I did, you're going to end up in the same situation that I was in, which is sick and hospitalized and you know not able to do anything and that's not fair to you and that's not fair to the people waiting on you to pursue your passion because they need you to do it so spend time with personal development what that means is reading books journaling meditating whatever it might be and start with just five minutes a day I get it your schedules crazy I used to meditate between classes and it was like a huge game-changer before practicals for me because it would just ground me and it would center me and it would give me an idea like this is okay I'm calm it's you know gonna be fine we're gonna get through it and I try now to walk people through that process because you couldn't believe like if you can just take yourself from that oh my gosh this is the end of the world to realizing okay it's a practical it's an exam it's not the end of the world and the reason you're able to shift that way is because of the improvements you're making from spending the five minutes to the hour a day or whatever it is that you have on personal development. So that would be my biggest tip on that and then not being afraid of what it is you're passionate about. And it's okay to be passionate about things other than what everybody else is passionate about. I think that's something we all struggle with is like, well, so-and-so is already doing that or well, so-and-so is doing this, this and that, shouldn't I follow their footsteps? No, do your own thing. People are waiting for you to do it. Go out, be amazing. And that's what we're waiting for. So of course you were gonna say that. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I should write it. a book. I think I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I love. No, you're so right. The mindset thing is just a game changer. Yeah, it is. Staying in the membrane. <laughs> I I did a lot of personal development this year, but like your stuff was part of my personal development. So mm-hmm. it wasn't listening to people's. Po- it was listening to a lot of you. So, like mm-hmm. I said, you influence a lot of people with that. If you guys need that, just follow Kaylee Garrett Zimmerman on Facebook. (laughs) And join Femalepreneur if you're a female. Yes. The (laughs) Femalepreneur Society Business Coaching for Women in the Medical Field. That is our group. And that's another thing though. Like don't, you know, spread yourself too thin, but you also need to be well-rounded and, you know, saying no is okay. Always saying no is okay. And so if you just feel overwhelmed and and you have all these opportunities, which (laughs) that'd be a great thing and a great point at your life, but you could say no, 
but also you have to always ask the question, why, why is this opportunity going to help me? And why should I do it? Don't just jump at every opportunity because then you will get overwhelmed, but definitely know which ones are targeted towards you and are going to help you build your brand and, and just snowball into the person you want to be and build your reputation. Not everything will, not everything will. That was awesome advice from both of you. I, I think that is something every student needs to hear and actually apply to their lives, not just listen to it and do nothing with it. But yeah, so I know we didn't even get to talk a whole lot about the femalepreneurs. What are the origins of it and what are you up to now with it? So I think we talked a little bit about the origin in the beginning about how like we started it. Um, Mm -hmm. Up to now, we're just really just continuing on with what we've been doing. Um, You know, we're encouraging women just to have a voice in our group and to anytime somebody gets into it, they, they write like a whole, their whole story. And that's not how it was in the beginning. A lot of people are like, I'm doing this, this, and this, and this is what I, you know, I've gone through. And it just gives you like more, again, relatability towards people. And you're like, not every story that someone writes, I'm like, I connect with that, or I feel that, but there are certain ones that do. And we're not changing anything about femalepreneurs this year, or at least not yet. It's only the 3rd of January, but we're just going to keep continuing the way it is because if it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it kind of thing, kind of mentality. It's working so well right now. And I think everybody's just kind of vibing in the group and giving each other advice or supporting each other, rooting each other on encouraging. And that's what it was made for. So that's what we're going to continue with. Right, Kaylee? Yeah. Just continuing to bring value and answering questions about, you know, becoming a business boss, yeah. becoming a femalepreneur in today's world, getting through PT school and out of PT school with an idea that you want to make six figures on in a couple years, like just being able to see that. And, and that's really what I'm hoping, obviously mindset. I want my perspective shift to be in there. So adding yeah. in a little bit more of that kind of like daily thought process or something like that. But we, we've been playing with ideas, but it's going to stay the same because like she said, it's really been fun to just see the involvement and the engagement and half the time it's other people posting and engaging, which is amazing to me because it's just when you have a question and you feel comfortable asking it, that's the kind of group I want to be involved in. So we want to be able to continue that and, and open the floor. So people feel comfortable asking those hard to ask questions, you know, like, Hey, I failed today. I don't know how to handle it. And then being open about it. So, yeah, exactly. You don't want to go into a group where you're weary of posting something because you're going to get kicked out. That's not what we're doing. That's Mm. not at all. We're, you know, I've been there. I've been kicked out of a group because I posted, Hey, listen to this podcast or watch our live on that. And then I get, no, that, what kind of society does that, what does that show us competition and just like kind of Mm. you're stepping on our toes, boundaries type. No, we're all, we all need to be supportive. We're all in this together, trying to have the same end goal almost, maybe just different ways, but Mm -hmm. same end goal. And like, so why are we, why are we acting that way? So that's why Kaylee and I really enjoy the group and we would love for people listening to, you know, join and get involved and we would love to meet you, speak to you on the phone, whatever it may be, and just connect, just connect with humans and, and form genuine relationships. I will say we do have probably some merchandise in the near future for femalepreneurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Merch and swag up in there. 
Yeah. I love it. And I can say being in the group, I mean, I just see so many people posting and it's so awesome to see that. I know we're not, you know, clinicians yet, but going through and kind of seeing what other people are going through has been really great. And um, yeah, the group is absolutely amazing. And what you both have done for this profession and just for female um, entrepreneurs has been incredible. And I, we both like salute you too for what you've done and accomplished so far. Well, thank you. We appreciate all the, you know, kind words and everybody just saying like, we love you. And we, you guys have just helped us. Like you, we, we don't take that for granted. We really like appreciate hearing that. And that's what helps us to continue on doing what we're doing. So those kind words are always appreciated and accepted. Yeah, you both are inspiring women. And thank you both for coming on the episode today. Thank yeah. you for having and us. You're, you guys are inspiring. You guys are in school starting a podcast. I know. It's crazy. We need That's have amazing. Time to do that. Like after bedtime. Is this after yeah. hours? I mean, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, because I would be like studying until, well, I went to bed early, but yeah. I would study. There's no way I could have done a podcast. <laughs> So kudos <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't let the testing and school cloud your vision. Okay, Kaylee? Right. <laughs> See, they're not. They're doing podcasts. No, they're killing it. They're killing it. <laughs> no, you, guys, you guys are killing it. And I want to thank you for having us on. And it's been awesome. I, I love talking to you, Gabby and Sarah. I, we, you know, pretty much just met, but I see you all over the internet. So I kind of feel like I know you. All over the internet. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. You know what I mean. There. That's that's a huge deal. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know your name. Yeah. <laughs> and the plan is to all meet in May. Yeah. Yay! That's the Can't plan. Can't wait to hug yeah. your necks. I yeah. know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you both so much. And um, I know you mentioned it already. So the Facebook group, and then your are you guys on Instagram or Facebook more? Mm -hmm. Facebook wants for to sure. Out? Yeah. I'm on both right now. So um, my Insta handle is at KGSimPTDPT. Um, Facebook is Kaylee Garrett Zimmerman or Dr. Kaylee Garrett Zimmerman PTDPT. Depends on what you want to follow. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Angelica Napolitano. It's probably going to, you probably are going to be like, what? How do I spell They're that? I'm ask you how to spell uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find me. Just join Femalepreneurs if you're a woman. If not, find Angelica Napolitano or at Optimal PT and Wellness. That's the same handle for Instagram too. That is my business profile. You can follow me, do whatever you want. <laughs> Ask me questions, message me. It's all good. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.